0: All right, here we go. Anabolic Academy, serious and cellulose bodybuilding. Hope everybody had a fantastic Christmas. Hope it was better than mine since my car was stolen, but I'm over it. Getting a rental tomorrow. Everything's working out. That's all we're here to talk about today. We're talking about bodybuilding, Anabolic Academy. And that is the portion of my channel where you send me questions and I answer them. So you could send them to me on my Instagram, series and Silliness. You could email me at John underscore Livia at Yahoo. Or my other email, unclejohn1201 at gmail me. Gmail me. Listen to me. Gmail me. Uncle John 1201 at gmail. Got it, right? Anyway, whatever. Okay. Or, I mean, Facebook, John Livia, TikTok, John Livia, blah, 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 blah. You'll see my logo, Series and Silliness logo. Now, I only have one question that is not from Fran is the Man. So, once again, thank you from Fraun is the Man. And I am going to do the first question. From the other person. So I had gotten a question from Kyle. I was informed that Kyle is a very nice human being. Okay. So Kyle has a question about mass gainers. He apparently bought a uh, the On Optimum Nutrition Serious Mass. And they want to know if that's uh, quality and if it's good for putting, putting weight on, putting muscle on, blah, blah, blah. All right. There's nothing wrong with taking a mass gainer. Except that I would rather you see and the majority of bodybuilders out there and trainers would agree i'd rather you see getting the majority of your calories from food nothing is going to replace food as to grow quality muscle that's first and foremost usually shakes are a supplement you know when you can't get food and you you down a quick shake now if you could do a to both okay great i'd rather you see I'd rather see you get quality food in five, six, seven meals a day of quality food and then two shakes. I don't think at that point, if you're getting six meals a day in four meals, two shakes, I don't think you need a mass gainer. I think you need a quality whey protein. That same company, Optimum Nutrition, makes a whey isolate that's very good. I've used it before, and it's a very good quality protein shake. And you can make your own protein. You could put bananas in there. and oatmeal, and so on and so forth. Now, that being said, I don't know what kind of body type you have. I don't know if you are a hard gainer. If you are, then the more calories, the better. It's just, you know, you just but make sure it's from quality, quality foods. But that's my general feeling on weight gainers. It's fine if you're taking it. It's not perfect. Put it that way. Food first, then shakes. All right. So that is the only question I have that is not from front is the man. So what we're going to do now is go right to front is the man's Question. So let's see. All right, here we go. First question from Fran is the man. Would you ever travel to a country where bodybuilding is not popular, like Fiji, to compete and win a pro card? Would I well would I ever? No, because I'm not competing, but I understand what you're trying to say. Do you think it's a good idea for somebody who's trying to win a pro card to go to another country where bodybuilding, I know where bodybuilding is not as competitive as it is in the states or Europe or whatnot? and maybe it's a little easier to get your pro card. Yes, I guess. All right, so they do this in Mexico. There's there's a, there's a show in Mexico that I know Doug Frouchet, who I've spoken to, he's been on my channel. He studies under Charles Glass. He trains people in Gold's Gym in Venice. He's an excellent bodybuilder, excellent trainer. He did that. He went to Mexico when he got his pro card, and he was like the only... Uh, American to be in that show. And he got his pro card relatively easy. The problem comes in is when, you know, you're kind of backdooring your way in. Problem comes in is when you, now you step on stage with the pros and these are the guys that are the best in the world and you're getting your ass handed to you and you're like, wow, can I really hang with these guys or was I not ready? And it all basically depends. The better quality pros always seem to win either the USA's or the nationals or, you know, Canada has a show or they hit the pro card in, in, you know, the UK or Europe or so on and so forth. So I guess it all, I guess it all depends. I mean, you're trying to backdoor your way into it, right? And that's never, generally speaking, it's never a good idea because once you really get into the deep end of things, reality hits you in the face. Uh, But if it's just a show that you could do, Knowing that you could win, but you would still be competitive at a national show like the Nationals or the USA, and, and that's fine. Plus, it also depends on your age, right? Listen, if you're 23 years old and you're like, hey, I can get my pro card if I go to Mexico and I could grow into the open. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, right? So it kind of all depends. All right, next question, Fraud is the man, is what's the latest update on the Muscle Malicious shirts? Oh, I, I wore it. I forgot what episode I, I was on. I wore it. They are in... You could DM me on Instagram. You could email me Uncle john 1201 or john on the school, Olivia at Yahoo, and I can get you them. I did, I did wear it once or twice on the show. I don't remember what episode it was, but they are in and they are available. Next question from Fran is the man who had the worst pro bodybuilder physique in history, in your opinion. Wow. That's a rough one, man. I don't know. Wow. Because the problem the problem with that question is there's just just so many, there's so many guys at the at the at the lower tier of bodybuilding that you don't know who they are because they're not as good and they never will be. Right. I mean, there are times I'm watching a show and I go, who the hell is that guy? How did he get his pro card? You know, it happened so but somebody I'm trying to think of somebody that is relatively famous that did not have a great physique for a pro. And that's difficult. Because, man, I can't really, It's a, it, I, 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 I'm, you know, honestly, I don't know. I I don't know. It's the first time I'm going to say it. I don't know. Because like I said, the guys that are really not quality are at the lower tier, and they're, they're, they're never going to be known unless they're social media influencers. But a lot of social media infos aren't pro, right? So, yeah, I can't answer that question unless I really know every single IFBB pro, you know? Like I said, there've times I'm watching. I mean, I was watching the 212 Prague or Romania that just happened, and I saw the lineup. Right, there was a video. I think it was Prague or I'm going There was a couple of guys, and I'm like, "No oh, fuck, did they get a pro card? Who will? What show did they win? Jesus, you know, it's just so just not balanced, well put together physiques, you know. And there were the guys were quality, obviously, but I can't really answer that, man. Okay, uh, next question. Thoughts on personal training certification. What's the best one since there's so many out there? Okay. I'm going to do this right now. Top, The top personal training certifications. There is NASM, N-A-S-M. There is also ACE. It's been around a long time. National Academy of Sports Medicine. There is ISA, I-S-S-A. And there is... A-C-S-M. That is less of a framework of programming style of regular fitness. So blah, blah, blah. Those seem to be the top, the top dogs. I remember ACE. ACE is always a big one. They've been around a long time, and their reputation has always kind of been solid. It says here, ACE has respect as an organization offering an amazing array of resources for fitness professionals, including uh, workshops and training certifications. There's probably others, to be honest with you, but um, those are the ones... That because I, I just looked it up and those are the ones that I recognize immediately. NASA, I remember. ISA, ACE, uh, what was the other one? Axum. So yeah, I mean, I would go with one of those. The guy, you know, it's just like anything else. You want to go with a company that's been around a long time, stood the test of time, that, that has quality, personal trainers, quality, respectable background, so on and so forth. Just like any other business that you that you would want to hire, right? I mean, that's what I would do. Okay, what was your favorite podcast episode you recorded in 2023? I'll be honest with you, the last one I did. With uh with Jason Arns, I thought it was hilarious. I must have watched it three times. I would laugh to myself. I know I laugh at my own stupid jokes when we were talking about the Arnold lineup and I would did it in the Chinese accent. And I was making fun of my brothers and I was talking about whatever. I just thought it was hilarious. I like that one. I thought it was so funny. But I also like when I get people on that I admire. So like when I had when I had uh, John Dolorosa on, I've been a big fan of his forever. Because he's from New York, and he was a blue-collar dude before Before um, he was a pro bodybuilder. Dorian Haywood, uh, I respect greatly. Phil, Clay Harris, I respect. When I get good people on that I respect, um, number one, it, it, it makes it exciting for me. Because I'm a fan first of these people. And number two, it's saying I'm doing something right. Because I don't think these guys would just go on anybody's show. And, and talk bodybuilding, right? I would hope not anyway, right? You get like really good quality guys to come on and you would hope they'd be like, okay, oh, well, you know, John doing it for a while and was with Muscular Development. It means I'm making progress. It means I'm, I'm a respectable bodybuilding YouTube channel, if that makes sense. All right, uh, next question from Fran is the man. Have you ever been sold fake gear? So how did you know it wasn't legit? Oh, okay. Yes, we, it's happened to all of us. You know, unless, you know, unless you've only... You know, if you're a bodybuilder and you've been doing this for years, it's it's going to sooner or later, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. How did I know? Nothing happened. That's how I knew. I mean, nothing. Happened. The first time I remember I had to be in my 20s and I bought this, there was this Japanese sustenance that was going around and I remember there were vials and it was the yellow or orange writing on it, Japanese. And I remember I was taking it for five weeks and absolutely nothing, no sex drive increase. No uh, pushing the gym, no, nothing. Z- nothing happened, and then I remember talking to the guy I got it from, and he's like, "I didn't know, you know, it's just what's on at the time." You know, really, you didn't buy the stuff online; you bought it in the gym, which I don't recommend anybody buying anything online. I buy, I don't recommend. I don't condone anybody buying anything illegally. Don't get me wrong, but if you had to find somebody you could trust that has good stuff, and you could do it in person don't involve the internet and all that crap whatever that was the first time it happened another time i had bought the later on in my 30s i had bought the steroid kit that uh showed you if it was a uh real or not you get on dave Palumbo.com, i forgot what it's called and <clears throat> it was uh i think it was d-ball or anadrol that was bad i think everything i remember i, I remember i tested the sauce it was good i remember i tested i believe it was Deca, it was good. And then I remember I, I think I tested it it was either, I was either using D Bull or Anivar. It was probably D because I was always a D Bull fan up until recently. And I and that was banned. Like it's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen because you're not buying it from a pharmacy. You but look, look, just like anything, any other drug dealer, if you will, quote unquote, right? You're not gonna get the purest form if you're not getting it directly from the source, right? So, it's just like any other drug. They're going to cut it or they're going to underdose it, or there might even be garbage because they're looking to make money, right? Unless you're getting it directly from the source and you know the source itself, that's a different story. Now, there are, you know, listen, I'm sure the pros have access to the top, top guys, right? But the guys in the gym, And half the time, not even half the time, 90% of the time, the guy you get it from probably didn't even know it was fake because he got it from somebody else. You know, it's just the way it is. It just sucks. So that's why I say if you're going to go that route, go get your test kit. It's on davepalumbo.com. I forgot the name of it, but it'll come up. They have a test kit for it. And then at least, at least you're not putting garbage in your body. You could test it. You literally put one drop in the solution, it turns color to color chart. And you could go, oh, you know, it'll say on the chart, you know, whatever brown color is sustenon. You put a drop of sustenance in the solution and it tells you to put it in, and it turns brown. It's real. It's that simple. All right. Next question. Does your wife prefer your body when it's contest shaped, shredded or an off season fuller look? I actually had to ask my wife because I never asked her because I was like, You're just lucky to have me. No, uh, I actually asked her. And her answer was she doesn't care. She said, she, she doesn't mind the bigger fuller look. She goes, she doesn't, she doesn't mind the abs in the summertime and the springtime when i was competing she said the difference basically to her is i was more fun to be with off season because you know we eat and we drink and i don't have to be so strict on the diet blah 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 blah. Uh, we do this thing it's called uh, a slumber. i said let's let's have a slumber party and that really means we just rent a movie usually we try to get a scary movie and we eat a bunch of junk food that's all it is we get pizza chips whatever, whatever the hell we we want to eat, you know, ice cream, whatever. I said, well, how about, and I'll just tell a slumber party tonight. So, okay. You know, and that's what she means by it. And and we'll still go out to eat more often. I'll drink, you know, I'll have a few drinks. It's no big deal, you know, but that was, that was basically her answer. Okay. What body part do you feel has gotten worse ever since you turned 40? My waist. Clearly it has gotten thicker. There's no question about it. It's a hundred, it's not even, when I did my first show in 1999, I remember I did my first show and I remember on my off season, my waist was 32 and then I competed and my waist was 28. Now on my off season, my, my, uh, pants are anywhere from like 30, still around 36 and in shape, I'm a 32. So my waist has definitely gotten thicker. There's no question about it. It's that's and i think that's normal for men when they get older especially men that like do a lot of powerlifting right uh i think fred smalls talked about this cuz he always had a problem with his midsection because he never really controlled it when he was when he was uh squatting or deadlifting or anything like that and back in the day nobody did nobody thought about it, you know it's only in the last like 10 years or so where pe- the guys are really concentrating on keeping their waist small you know back in the day everybody had this bloated gut and Whatever. All right. Next question: Could you have beaten the 2023 Masters Universe champ if you still competed in your prime? Uh, no. And I don't even know what the guy looks like. Look, I'll be the first to say I'm a huge fan of bodybuilding. I love bodybuilding, but I wasn't. I'm not that. I was never that good. If I was that good, I would have got a pro card. You know what I mean? People would have been like, "You need to go." You know. And it wasn't my biggest drawback was my size. I had great shape. I would come in conditioning, but. I remember the last show I did with the Brooklyn Grand Prix in 2014. I was 181 pounds and I'm 5'8". That's that's a, you know, that's that's an NPC clip. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. It's crap. It's garbage. I would have to be 240 on stage, or 230 on stage of 5'8 to be considered a good pro. You know, and I just wasn't happening. So no, I don't even know who won. I'll tell you right now. No, I'm not going to be able to. Definitely not. Next question. What's your New Year's resolution? Ah, my New Year's resolution is to get to my two channels. I've decided that I everybody knows I have three channels. One channel is garbage. I'm, I'm getting rid of it. The guy talk channel where I interview the OnlyFans girls and I have my friends do the news. It gets no views. It doesn't generate any money. It's a waste. So that's going to be gone. In 2024. And the other, my New Year's resolution is I am going to push as much as I can the Outcast channel, the bodybuilding channel. I'm hoping to double the amount of subscribers on both by the end of 2024. That's my goal because they are becoming more and more successful. I'm starting to make some money with these channels on a regular basis. The bodybuilders know who I am at this point. I'm picking up a fan base things are rolling along. Things are really, really, really rolling along. I understand that it might not happen as fast as I would like it to, but I'm hoping to at least double the amount of subscribers on both channels by the end of 2024. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. I think that's a reasonable goal to to set. And uh, anything else? To make more money. That's it. That's the whole, you know, to make more money and, and be very financially comfortable. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, last question for Front is the man. Do your guests usually ask to get paid to do your podcast? No, uh, no bodybuilder has ever gotten paid to do my uh, podcast. Nobody has ever asked to get paid to do all my podcasts. Now, on the Outcast channel, there are people that if you want on that are a big name in social media, they will charge you some money. And that's completely up to you if you want. But none of the bodybuilders ever, uh, never. It, it, no, but no one, no one ever. And uh, you know, that's a testament to the character and to the uh, and to the, the sport itself. And what's funny is that you would think that the, the bodybuilders would be selfish, self-centered, have big heads, so on and so forth, have entitlement. Uh, but no, uh, majority of the time, when I ask the bodybuilder to come on, majority of the time, it's either they can't, they don't have time, they're very polite when they turn you down, they don't get the message. You could tell that they didn't see their email or the DM or whatever the case may be. Or they're actually very excited to come on. Like, Absolutely, let's do it, you know? Or or if they can't do it now, they come on next month. That's been the majority of my experience. Now don't get me wrong. You're gonna get a a hard on here or there, right? It was. It, that's inevitable. You, you're gonna get a, a fucking hard on, uh, you know. But at that point, you know, I don't. I won't want you on anyway. If if, that, if that's the vibe you're sending me, then, uh, then fuck you. I don't want you on anyway. So I don't give a shit. But no, the large majority of bodybuilders, the the, the majority of experience I've had with the IFBB pros from the lower tier all the way up to the top all the way up to jay cutler and linda murray have been nothing but pleasant and i'm very happy to say that because bodybuilding bodybuilders have a tend to have a bad reputation and and some of it is very true some of it is very true but i think i think i think there's something humbling about when you get to a particular status in bodybuilding when people start really, really idolizing you and you're becoming a fan, I think you become grateful. I think the majority of them become grateful because I don't think that's what they really sought after. I think the majority of them are really after being the best bodybuilder and being popular and famous is like that's that just comes with the territory, you know? And it, there's got to be if I, if I, if I, if I if my YouTube channel blew up and I had a million subscribers tomorrow and people wanted to wait online to meet me. I mean, that's special. People are paying money to go to an expo, waiting online. Their time is they're never gonna get back. That's that's very special. Yeah, and and I would I would love, I would think that the majority of people that that has happened to, the Jay Cutlers, the Linda Murray's, the Jose Raymond's, the Jason Arnes, uh, you know, whomever, you know, whom whomever the big star, the sea bums, I would hope that they appreciate it and understand. The gift that they have, because that's what it is. It's a gift that you were given, that you are so talented in your sport that you had this tremendous following. And I would think that it's humbling. But I'm sure, I'm sure there's guys out there, and girls, you know, that uh, that it's, it becomes a nuisance, right? I'm sure. it's um, You catch a person on a bad day or whatever. But that comes to the end of this week's Anabolic Academy. Fran is the man I'd like to thank you. Kyle I'd like to thank you for the questions. they were great questions this week and please remember like subscribe and hit that notification bell so you get the the best YouTube bodybuilding content on this channel it was um the best I should just change the channel's name to the best bodybuilding content.